0: Of June, June, it's not June, it's July 6th. And this is your daily financial news. This is a show that you could count on seven days a week, 365 days a year. We are currently over a thousand days in a row. So, like, subscribe, comment, interact with me. Let's have some fun. Let's make some money. Let's build some wealth together. First thing we got to talk about is yield curve inversion. This is something you and I spoke about three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, we said, hey, uh, as the 10-year the was backing off, it's 3.49. I pontificated thought that the yield curve could invert. And sure enough, it did yesterday. It actually did the day before on the 2 and 5s. Yesterday, the 2 and 10s. And the yield curve is still inverted today. The numbers, as of this recording, you could get on your 2-year money, 2.9%. But on your 10-year money, 2.9%. 0.858 8, folks that is not normal that is not normal lend money longer get a lower rate no thank you that is not how it is supposed to work yield curve inversion is a classic tell that people believe a recession is coming it is not a tell that recession is here typically speaking it is typically a call about the next 9 to 18 months Yes, folks, the yield curve is inverted. And there's actually more signs of a recession in the offing coming. We'll talk about that in a minute. But yes, yield curve is inverted. Uh, Oil. Let's talk. Actually, you know what? Let's go top down. I was jumping all over the place. I apologize. That's why I have a whiteboard. Mortgage demand. Mortgage demand. Even as rates fell, rates ticked lower uh, by uh, one-tenth of an interest rate. Uh, mortgage demand is down 4%. This is purchase purchase loans, down 4% and down 17% year on year. This is obviously going to be a part of the real estate slowdown. If you follow my channel, you know that I believe we are going to have a once in a lifetime crash in transactions. This crash in transaction is going to be so steep and so deep that it will knock points off of GDP in the second half of this year. And again, we are seeing that uh, in mortgage demand. Manhattan, if you've been on the channel, we talked about Vegas, we talked about Phoenix, we talked about Orange County. I got Manhattan data this morning. I am looking for Texas in Florida data. I have not gotten anything yet. If I get it, I will share it with you. But Manhattan, 30% crash in transactions. 30% crash in transactions. Price is not falling yet. Again, people always talk about price. But transactions are down 30% in one month. Folks, I thought Vegas was bad. Remember the data from Brian Lebo? Vegas down 26.6. Manhattan down 30% in one month. That is pretty bananas. Something else I didn't know. uh, Manhattan transactions in June. 53% 53% or more than half done in cash so they are not rate sensitive i thought that was pretty interesting what if, i'm curious leave comments below i would love to hear from you what do you think that means right cuz the median home or the median apartment excuse me meeting apartment in manhattan is 1.3 million dollars let's just assume it's a million bucks for you and i as friends If 53% of the people buying are throwing down a million bucks, what do you think that means? To me, it means people are scared about the market, crypto, all of that. So they're choosing to take their cash, which is being eaten away in the bank, and throw it on a piece of real estate. I don't know. I just, that's a, that's a, 53%, that's a lot. That's certainly more than I thought. Even more. If you happen to be in the camp of four million and above, this again shocked me. Now, it didn't tell me how many transactions there were, so sometimes percentages are weird. but ninety nine point six, yes, folks, ninety nine point six of transact percent of transactions above four million were cash. Now, I wish I knew how many there were above four million. But ninety-nine point six might as well be a hundred. All apartments in Manhattan sold over four million were cash, no jumbo loans there. Yeah, I don't know. That just that doesn't feel like a good sign. Again, if you can't if you can't get a better return on your money, and you throw it all down on a house, I'm not sure what that means. But doesn't feel good. Next, I don't know if you've heard about my feelings about Airbnb. I believe the short term market got ahead of itself. I believe easy money, the easy button, arbitrage, all of this nonsense brought in a lot of Airbnb or short term rental investors. I believe a lot of folks that got late to the party, down selected, got B neighborhoods, you know, all of these things. And uh, I think a lot of Airbnb investors, short-term rentals don't have options. means they can't just turn around and make it a monthly rental because it would be an alligator. Well, don't know if you've heard of them, but if you're in that space, you probably have. Wander Jaunt is a company that was focused on short-term rentals. They raised $26 million. They raised $26 million. Again, folks, money rained down on fools. They are now out of business. They shut down. Yes, I believe the Airbnb business is going to struggle. If you're like Anna Kelly, who is our normal Wednesday experts, you're going to be fine if you have, you know, oceanfront, waterfront kind of special properties. Certainly if you bought them right with low fixed rate debt. But I think there's a lot of pain. And also, let's not forget cities like Atlanta and others are coming after Airbnb. It is not going to be the easy money that people believe, in my opinion. Next up, Ray Dalio. If you know, there's two people on this channel I will read articles about. One is Ray Dalio. The other, of course, Warren Buffett. I don't know if you know this, but Ray Dalio runs the largest head fund, Bridgewater. This has been a, I was going to use a bad word, so I won't, uh, because kids might be watching, a yucky year for stock returns. Right, I think the Nasdaq's down twenty some odd percent. Uh, some of your uh, high uh, high growth, low profit companies are down eighty percent. Well, Ray Dalio, up thirty percent, folks. Ray Dalio coming in and showing us all how it is done. Ray Dalio's fund is actually up thirty two percent at the halfway mark. Shout out, Ray Dalio. Thank you for telling us. I tried to look in, and I'm asking Taylor our Wall Street expert, to do the same. One of the things that I found Ray Dalio did in the first half is he shorted the euro market. He shorted uh, 17 companies in the euro market early, and he has been reaping his rewards. I'm sure there's other things he's done. I've asked Taylor, our uh, normal Monday guest, to look into that so we can bring you those data. But yeah, up 30% in a market where most of us are down 20%. That's an ass kicking right there. Good for him. Then I don't know if you saw this. Not only is the 10-year inverted, but now as of yesterday, actually I didn't check this morning, oil was under $100. We also have the euro trading at 20-year lows. And of course, we have yield curve inversion. There is a lot of stuff going on in the economy. We certainly seem to have Wall Street and the consumer on one side and the Fed on another. Yeah, this is going to get interesting, folks. So that's what I got for the list. What else do I have? Because I got I wrote down other things. Oh, Ford, right? We had Tesla numbers on Saturday, I believe. Uh, Ford came out and missed analyst expectations uh, on uh, sales and deliveries. HP, Inc., right? The PC maker has been downgraded. This is something I'm like, no kidding, right? We heard from Micron talking about chips, phones, computers, and also PCs. We have bought a lot of PCs the last two years, right? We got an extra one for home. There's just a whole cycle that we're not going not gonna to have, so it makes total sense. I've been reading more and more articles about something I have believed for the last six months, that we are going to have a worldwide recession. It will ripple through major economies like the U.S., the Eurozone, Canada, Japan, Korea, Australia, the UK, and likely more. This is not going to be a fun couple of years. It is clear that Wall Street doesn't believe the Fed. I'm going to really poke on that. I'm going to talk to Taylor today because July 4th was a holiday. We're going to talk to our 10-year Wall Street veteran here in a couple hours. I will ask him about that. Morgan Stanley is coming out with a lower S&P projection. They believe the S&P 500 might get all the way down to 3000. That's an ouch. Uh, if you if you happen to remember my conversations from our Sunday expert Dan, I might go shopping at 3100 for some great companies with real earnings and some moats, but that is the only time I will uh I might I might be buying stocks this year, folks. How crazy is that? I've bought stocks stocks in 15 years. Mark Andreessen uh, from uh, Andreessen Horowitz, I believe, uh, he is out saying that remote work will cause an earthquake in where people live. What I think Mark is saying in that long article is basically the Silicon Valley, where I live, better wake up because remote work, you don't need to live in a $1.5 million 50-year-old home with no upgrades. You can live anywhere. And oh, by the way, this is not only in the U.S. I believe when you talk remote work, does it matter if you live in Texas or Costa Rica? As long as the language is English and spoken well, does it really matter where you live? I think this work from home anywhere will have years of ramifications. And again, for a lot of companies, overhead, employees, are in our salaries are the largest expense. Think about it. If you can hire one person in Texas or four people in Costa Rica, when does that exchange become interesting? I believe that is something that will transpire over the next five to eight years, as does Mark Andreessen. What do we got for page two? Oh, China real estate still crumbling. We talked about, we've been talking about this for what, nine months, ever since Evergrande? Remember that debacle? Well, now there's another Chinese real estate fund called Shimayo Group. Definitely mispronounced. Definitely mispronounced. They just missed uh, interest payments on a $1 billion loan. Yes, folks. Again, when you crush the consumer, when the consumer loses faith, they stop buying. And that's what the Chinese government did. They destroyed the housing market. Uh, this This was their retirement savings. They don't really have 401ks or pensions. Theirs was a second home. That was going to be the retirement fund. And the government came in and crushed that. Hence, prices are coming down and activity coming down. Bank of England with the shot across the bow. I can't wait to, uh, we do this in the United States. Bank of England warning all of their big banks, raise capital buffers now. They see defaults coming in the future. Raise capital buffers now. And then lastly, we talked about Canada real estate. I talked about it briefly yesterday in the Daily Financial News. And then Dion was gracious enough to ask me about it yesterday in one of our interviews. Barron's came out and signaled that Canada and New Zealand might be the largest bubble markets and might see the steepest decline. Uh, It's actually both countries are the ones I talked about yesterday. And it's all because of the debt structure. The debt structure when you have a one and a half percent loan and it gets reset to 3.2 in a rising rate environment, it just becomes unaffordable. And when it's unaffordable, you become a forced seller. And that is exactly what caused our crash in 08 was the structure of the debt resetting, forcing people to sell. And then every month, more people came to the party. So um, yeah, very interesting story. Real quick, I want to tell Enrique. Your autograph books are in the mail. Folks, something I do for my followers, if you want, is I offer my hard copies of One Rental at a Time and 15 Conversations with Millionaires. Uh, you can go to my website. If you'd like me to autograph a set for you, they're both hard copy, I can do that. There's a link uh, to my website, time.com. Enrique, these will come in. Uh, I'll mail them today. Uh probably take four or five days to get to you, but your autograph copies are coming. Folks, like, subscribe, comment tell me what you think about New York real estate. What does it mean when 53% of the people pay in cash? I think that's bananas. That is crazy. Have a wonderful day. It is July 6th, and this is your daily financial news. Bye-bye.